Welcome to the Christ Quarter. Thank you for taking a quarter of an hour out of this day to enjoy the presence of Christ and the words of Christ. Today, let's read a section of scripture, discuss what it means, and also how it applies to our lives. I hope that God will speak to you through my words, and more importantly, through his scriptures, and will bring you closer to him. I am blessed and thankful to have this time to speak with you, and I thank you so much for being with me here today. The Christ Quarter is available on Amazon Music. Just ask your smart speaker or app to play the Christ Quarter podcast. I'm also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Today, the Christ Quarter is being sponsored by Mr. Michael Robertson. Mr. Robertson's phone number is 919-924-4835. Mr. Robertson is a financial professional located in Raleigh, North Carolina, and offers families a free, no-obligation, one-hour financial review. His motto is, no family left behind. Call Mr. Robertson for a free, virtual financial review at 919-924-4835. And please mention the Christ Quarter when you call. Today's scripture selection is Romans chapter 8. There is therefore... Now, no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh." that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in flesh cannot please God. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so, be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also Quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who has subjected the same in hope. 
because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. Not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit. Even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption, to wit, the redemption of our body. For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth our hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? As it is written, For thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Let us pray. Lord, thank you for this day. We thank you for the freedom and the ability to discuss your word and enjoy your presence. Help us to understand your word and your will for our daily lives more fully. We ask that you bless this discussion of your word, that it will speak to someone who needs to hear from you. We ask that you use these words to bring someone closer to you, and that you will touch their hearts to love others through action in your name. That each of us will do something to show love to their neighbor, in action as well as in word that each of us will do our best to represent you to the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The verses for today are supportive. In this new year, I have decided to update my podcast. This podcast was born out of a desire to help my church continue to study their Sunday school lessons despite not being able to attend Sunday school. Over the months since that time, my church and many others have adapted to this pandemic and are now having regular Sunday school services and even Wednesday night Bible studies. I know a number of people who are now studying the Word of God and hearing the Word of God more than they had been prior to the pandemic. God has a way of making any situation work out for the good for those who love Him and seek Him. 
So let's talk about that for a few minutes. How is the church doing in all this? What is God doing? And what will our response be? We, the church, the true church, have been under a great deal of pressure during this time. While the liquor stores are open and the big box stores are open and some restaurants are open, churches have forced to close their doors. But like the Borg in Star Trek, we have adapted. Many people who avoided technology, whether out of fear, ignorance, laziness, or they just didn't see a need for advancing technology, many of them have now embraced that same technology in order to have church services by Zoom meetings, group conference calls, Facebook Lives, and so on. Now I'm talking about the true church. The other church, the one made up of people who go to church for the wrong reasons. It's a club. My family makes me go. It's a great place to find someone. It's a good for, it's good for business, etc. That church is happy to have an excuse to not attend services. And many of them will not go back once the pandemic is over. Now, I'm not going to go so far as to say I know who is who. None of us knows the mind of another person or the heart of another person. But we know that they are out there. I imagine that some members of that other church have joined us in the real church, the true church, during this time of squeezing. The world is being squeezed by this pandemic. But we, the true church, are being squeezed and crushed in God's wine press. He's working on us, perfecting us in the way we are to walk and present ourselves during this phase of our existence. Just as grapes become wine by being crushed, we cannot reach our fullness in God unless we allow him to crush our sinful nature and unblock who we really are, who we were made to be. We as human beings tend to only grow when we're under pressure. We tend to seek his face more so when life shows us how weak and pitiful we are and how much we need him. As the old saying goes, there are no atheists in foxholes. At the risk of extending the metaphor too far, once we make it through his wine press, we are still grape juice. We're not wine. To become wine, we still have to go through a little more. Wine is fermented or matured and aged. Now, you winemakers out there, don't come for me. I know there's more to it. I'm just simplifying it here. As grapes are crushed, matured, and aged, so are we. The flesh, the sinful spirit is crushed. We mature as people and as Christians. And lastly, we age. Becoming a mature Christian is not an immediate overnight step. We can become saved immediately, as did the thief on the cross. But it takes time for us to grow more and more into the men and women God wants us to be. Time spent studying, hearing, and discussing the word of God. During this time of pandemic, we have had extra time to spend in the Word with Jesus. We have had extra time to discuss the Word with others, to learn more and share what we have learned and to act on what we've learned. So what has our response been to God's actions, His working on us? Have we used this extra time properly? Have we thanked God for it? Or have we been afraid and asking God, why is He putting us through this pandemic? What are we doing? Which way are we facing? Away from God complaining or towards God and thanks? Many people have been lied to. They've been told that to be a Christian is easy and that Jesus will provide us with all the prosperity we can stand. God is from the Old Testament and is mean. But Jesus is from the New Testament. He's a righteous hippie and just wants us to be happy. Love your neighbor and love yourself and you'll be fine. 
It is true, of course, that we are to love our neighbor. But if we see our neighbor living an unfulfilled life of sin, shouldn't we get up, go to them and show them a better way? Isn't that what Jesus did for us? Love is not living in a passive haze of artificial euphoria with a small group of like-minded euphoriacs. Love is caring enough about people, people you might not even know, to act. To act on their behalf. Even if they never thank you or even realize that you did it. During this time, we should be praying and asking God what he has provided for us to do. We all have God-designed, God-purposed, God-given gifts. During times of squeezing, we need to apply them. This is our time to show the world what the real church is. And not only that we are here, but that we are here for them. That concludes our scripture discussion for today. Thank you for spending this time with me, talking about, learning about, and enjoying Christ. It is my hope that God has used my words to touch you today and has brought you closer to Him. Please contact me if you wish to have further information about Christ. You may email me at blackhattoday at gmail.com with Christ quarter in the subject line. You may also call or text me at 832-377-0044. Let us pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. The Christ Quarter is available on Amazon Music. Just ask your smart speaker or app to play the Christ Quarter podcast. I'm also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Today, the Christ Court is being sponsored by Mr. Michael Robertson. Mr. Robertson's phone number is 919-924-4835. Mr. Robertson is a financial professional located in Raleigh, North Carolina, and offers families a free, no obligation, one-hour financial review. His motto is, no family left behind. Call Mr. Robinson for a free virtual financial review at 919-924-4835. And please mention the Christ Quarter when you call. If you would like to learn about podcasting or have your own podcast, please share your name and your questions with me. If you would like to respond to anything I've said here today, please leave a voicemail or text at 832-377-0044. If you found value in the message you heard here today, you may support me via my cash app, dollar sign black hat today, or via the links in the description. It has been a privilege to talk with you today, and I look forward to talking with you again soon. This is Kirk. Meet me again here as soon as you can on the Christ Report.